Now, let's be honest. McCall doesn't need another excuse to, to drink coffee, not that she ever stopped, or to reinforce her coffee drinking habits. AJ and McCall at VFX. However, I cannot believe this is the... I, you had to have had a hand in this because this is total bull crap. Let's <laughs> stuff it across the story. Your decision on what type of coffee you drink is determined by your heart. Well, obviously. Like, you do whatever your heart desires. And if your heart desires a caramel macchiato... And there it is. You hear it, right? You, you hear, get it. You hear her saying it, and you just you can hear that McCall's the one actually probably behind this. Like, my heart determines. No, it's actually according to science. Apparently, your body can tell your blood uh, tell when your blood pressure is high and your heart is working overtime, and that makes you crave less caffeine and vice versa. So your heart physically can tell you that it needs caffeine, i.e., coffee. You know, this is actually very interesting because for me, I do this every once in a while where I feel like I don't need any sort of caffeine. And it feels weird because in my brain, it's like, hey, you always have at least two cups of coffee by now. You should be drinking coffee. So then I make coffee and then I don't drink it because I'm like, no, I don't think I need it. But that makes sense if it's because of my blood pressure. I mean, I've, I exp- none of us expected anything less than you to be like, well, yeah. Of course. Duh. Your heart makes that decision. My soul. My soul. My coffee. Of course it does. <laughs> of course does. it does. Why would it not from a call? Exactly. I'm surprised she doesn't tarot card her way to a cup of coffee. Can I do that? Mm, you tell me. I don't read tarot cards. We could Ouija board your way to a no. cup of coffee. Mm-mm. Maybe that's how I communicate with the cat ghost. No, that's how you can communicate with like a demon. That's how you That's how you get demons. You want demons? That's how you I, get I demons. I really don't. I was terrified when the cat ghost was chasing me up the stairs. You know what the biggest lie in all of commercials is? It has to do with an appliance that's in my house. It's in McCall's house. It's in a lot of people's houses. Because they lie. And they know they're lying. But we're so hopeful that this one time it'll work. And it's total garbage because nobody likes doing the dishes. No. There are plenty of lies in reality. Like parking. Parking is a lie. There's never enough of it. It's a joke. But the ultimate lie, AJ McCall at VFX, is one specific commercial because it is never true. And they all try and say it, but it is never true. And that is dishwasher soap. Because what do they all say? Oh, you don't have to worry about it. Just throw your dishes, whatever. Well, you're still cooking stuff. Toss them in there. doesn't matter if it's caked on. And then you could just throw our soap in and it'll be crystal clear. But is it crystal clear, McCall? Never. It's never crystal clear. It's never crystal clear. I think it probably would work... No pre-rinse necessary if you, as soon as you're finished with dinner, immediately throw things in the dishwasher, start the dishwasher, boom, done. But But, that's just not fair to the people that cooked. They should be able to sit down for a minute. No, you don't get to sit down for a minute. (laughs) Apparently not. I don't know much about like, you know, being a mom or anything, but seeing from my own personal experience of my own mom, no, that's not an answer. You don't get to sit down. (laughs) No, you make everybody's dinner and then you clean up and then... You eat after your kids are like, but mom, I don't want this. I want a snack. You don't get a snack. You sit down and eat your food. Okay, so maybe moms this works for. Maybe. 
But even then, I still feel like they're not acting quick enough before it sets in and then it just doesn't work. No. But I saw, it, it, they all lie. And there's yep. one recently I saw. Dude's got like a little Pyrex little container. Yep. And it's caked in spaghetti sauce or something and it's dried on. And he's like, you don't have to rinse this off. You just put it in and then it does the whoosh, white frame. And it's like, look, it's crystal clear. You are full of crap, sir, because I bet it absolutely does not do that. Well, it probably does, but if it's like super just still not dry, but you know what else does that? Water. You got to rinse. There's there's not a soap in the world. No. Dish the shmi. There's not a dishwasher soap in the world that doesn't need a pre-rinse. I will never be convinced of it, and they all lie to us. Yep, which is unfortunate because, you know, water and stuff. It enrages me immensely. How dare you? <sighs> Also enrages me immensely is teeth clacking on teeth. Yes. That's why in the conversation of apparently the most attractive part that people notice right now or the most uh, attentive body part that people pay attention to, McCall and I definitely stumbled into a new relationship rule. If this rule happens, done. You're saving yourself a lot of trouble down the road. Teeth have become immensely more important when it comes to dating. AJ and McCall for the Automakers Group debate today. And I'm not saying they weren't before. It couldn't, you couldn't get away with, you know, whatever. But there's been reports that uh, they have replaced a certain other aesthetic procedure. Teeth jobs have replaced... Implants. Yes. Mm-hmm. For the most important thing to attract attention during dating. And I got to tell you, would you notice bad teeth? Yes. But I feel like that's way overblown. Well, but it's the same. it's the same kind of thing with... You know, implant situation. Would you notice bad implants? Yes, but it's not really like meh. It's like, wow, your nah. teeth look so good. That's that's how I, it would be. Yeah, I feel like you would notice great teeth, and I feel like you don't notice okay teeth, but you're also not like, eh, they just have okay teeth. No, There's no way that anyone's ever been like, their teeth aren't like superb or great, so done. No, but it's it's a aesthetic thing of like, wow. Their teeth are stunning, and I think that's where people are going with it. I'm with it. I like it. I think it's great. Yeah, well, that's it. that's another point to get to is because it's not bad enough that McCall has the see-through, the your skeleton lights in her car. She also has to rave in her vehicle while she drives into work. Sure do. I sure do. I have a brand new teeth whitening situation, and uh, I put on like a little, um, it's like a paint stick, basically, of whitening solution thing and then I put this little thing in my mouth and I beep and it goes on and it is she is bright <laughs> and I it illuminates my cheeks and when I'm driving at four o'clock in the morning and it is dark I see red <laughs> not like the song but that, like that doesn't seem great okay answer me this then you've been with Dustin forever maybe this is too far to go back in terms of numerical order, where was teeth at for Dustin and things you first noticed when you met him? He has a great smile. Smile's different than teeth. How it's like it's like what? It's like no. Yes. Absolutely not. It's yes, like saying, it Oh, your arm is different from like your tibula, tibia, whatever this thing is. I don't know. Do I look like I know bones? Yes, yes, it is different, miss. I need chunkier shins. That doesn't mean that someone, just because you need chunkier shins doesn't mean somebody wouldn't be like, well, McCall's got nice legs. It's entirely different. It's a sum of the whole, and it is different. 
Well, I mean, if you have if you have janky teeth, they, you yes. can't be like, wow, they've got janky teeth, but a great smile. Nobody says that. Yeah, but you, you have can nice have... teeth, <laughs> nice smile. Like you can have okay teeth and still a great smile. Look, if I this is not a compliment I expected to pay Dustin on his birthday, so happy birthday to Dustin. I think your teeth are great. Like I just I. Had... You hear that? McCall's in from Teeth on Teeth making out later. No, absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Everything inside of me just broke. Why did you say that? That was one of the cringiest experiences of all time. I feel like if if you're making out with someone, I'm I'm going to put this theory out here. I intend to never make out with anyone except one more person ever again. But like thinking back to dating me, I feel like if that happens and it definitely has, you should just not. That's you. Like, you can't ever it. talk again. We don't. We don't gyrate the right way. Teeth. So this is over. Teeth. That's <laughs> past. That's bad. I, I'm very uncomfortable with everything that was just said. That's fine. It's <laughs> fair. Thermo Fisher poll of the day: Do you pay attention to people's teeth? Eighty-three percent of people say, "Yeah, of course." Duh. Eighty-three percent. Duh. I think you're mistaking pay attention for noticing bad. Just me. This reminds me of a, a couple of weeks ago. One of our really good friends came in here and was like, please don't look at my teeth. I just got them done. I just got things fluoride put on and I feel like I have vests on my teeth, like fuzzy, fuzzy jackets on my teeth. Terrible and feeling. We were like, yeah, okay, but heads up. We don't really look at your teeth See? constantly all the we time don't. anyway. But then he pointed out, so we're like, all right, I'm going to stare constantly. Now that's all I can do. <laughs> I think teeth fall in that realm more often than not. If you don't talk about them, it's probably a good sign. Yeah. But also, if you were near someone and they didn't cringe at the idea of teeth on teeth making out, they are absolutely a serial killer. Yeah. There is no way around that. Mm. See? She thought about it again. She still cringed. She was prepared for it, too. I was. I was. I knew we were talking about this. I'm still unhappy with it. (laughs) More cringe than Florida not. Close, but still more. All right, no lie, I'm pretty sure I am going to mess up today because I'm running on very little sleep, so I need to feel better about myself, McCall. What can you do for me in the dumb stories department Oh, for the Integra Financial Services Florida Not with AJ McCall at VFX? I have you covered. Oh, thank goodness. We got headline number one. Unflushed toilet sparks a plunger swinging brawl between two roommates, as it would, I think. <laughs> a, okay, they they have to be in college. There's no way they're not in college. Mm-hmm, they're not. They've got uh, headline number two. Some guy robbed at McDonald's and wanted McNuggets. Always. But he didn't get them because breakfast hours. <sighs> and then yeah. he went to jail. So How there's you mess that up. Oh, like I thought I, we, we as a society know what the rules are. Maybe maybe not. We know mm-hmm. within like half an hour of what the rules <laughs> yes. are. That's that's a safer uh, indication. Yeah. So there's story two. And then story number three. Some guy got accused of stealing chainsaws. He got caught last week. Surrounded by chainsaws, of course. <laughs> so there you go. Three crazy headlines. I know what this looks like. But please give me a chance to explain. Mm. I'm a famous chainsaw juggler. McCall said the guys in story number, what was the plunger one? One. One. Mm -hmm. We're not college guys, which blows my mind. So I think we should collectively agree right now, in the Integra Financial Services, Florida not, AJ McCall at VFX in the whole world, fighting with plungers is off limits. We vow. Yeah. No, right? Rory, you too? Okay. Cool. Everyone's on the same page. Three full stories, please. Okay. Story number one. We got a guy who got into a fight with his roommate last Thursday because he refused to flush the toilet after he used it. <laughs> now, he disgusting. is 36 years old. Oh, my gosh. She is 58. Oh, my gosh. So she said, can you just like, I don't know, flush? 
Children. So he started, no, child one. He started fighting with her. She ended up using their their plunger to defend herself. So gross. After he spit on her while they were arguing, she picked it up and started swinging it at him to keep him away. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. He's facing battery charges. This might not be the first run-in they've had. Get a new roommate. Well, like, yeah. people wonder, you. why do you spend half of your paycheck no, on, on rent? This is why. To have one... One apartment without a guy like this. That roommate comes anywhere near the facial region. Oh. I'm done. Get wrecked. Plastic surgery. It's over. New That's face. That's it. Yeah. Burn it and get a new it's one. It's over. Yeah. There's new story face, one. Story two. Some guy robbed a McDonald's earlier and demanded cash and nuggets. Always. He got the cash. They couldn't give him the chicken nuggets because it was it was breakfast hour. So he settled for a double sausage McMuffin. <laughs> That's a fair substitute. Crucial question though, does it say what time he wandered in there? No. Because if Breakfast it's within 10. if like he was somewhere from I don't know, I'll give him nine forty five on. Eh. But like I feel like we as a society know within a ballpark, like all like all those fast food places, like ten thirty, right? Ten thirty is the deadline. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't feel like that's not that hard. No. Been there for a while. So he got sentenced to six years in jail. Idiot. He also only got $600, which really isn't that much. He said, all the money in the safe, bud. And no McNuggets. And no McNuggets. Terrible all the way around. Wrecked your life. And then we got story number three. Some guy was accused of stealing chainsaws. He got caught last week with chainsaws all around him. He was surrounded by chainsaws. They say he had a theft of $2,300 in chainsaws or three chainsaws. Now, they, they, did, <laughs> chainsaw. they didn't say that, but I said that. So I, I know you don't have like chainsaws aren't always on, but you can't steal something a little bit more quiet or a little bit right. less Brr. like right. I don't know, not suspicious. Right. Hey, what where that guy's going with the chainsaw? So it says twenty three hundred dollars up higher, and then it says thirty two hundred dollars down lower. So I don't know if somebody flipped numbers around if it's really thirty two hundred dollars. The chainsaws have increased in value. They must have. I mean, wow. So <laughs> stop stealing things, I guess. There you go. Three crazy stories. All right, Roy. So initially, I kind of like the chainsaw one because I just like the guy. Like, All right. Just just hear me out. But that being said, I, I don't know. Probably number one because it's like really dumb. I think I think it's still number one. It has to be. Yeah. I mean, the ages don't help either, especially with the older lady roommate. I mean, it's not typically what we're looking for when we're looking for like, oh, that's for sure. Florida resident. But it definitely helps. But yeah. All right. McCall. It's obviously on guard. Plunger pipe. This is story number one. It is! Congratulations! Yay! You're going to have a clean car for cleaning up this terrible, terrible situation. Hang on the line. We'll grab some info from you, okay? It's all good. Again, still, what? I w- I'm not done with the plungers, but I want to add, like, why chainsaws? Because I feel like they're kind of awkward to carry because they're not light. Definitely. There's very few situations where I feel like you could be out in public with a chainsaw and it'd be like, that's not suspicious to me. Yeah. Like, if you just, like, wander, like, right, we had, we get kind of an open field behind our building. If someone walked through with a chainsaw, they'd be like, I'd be like, what's going on? I'm going to call Logan Police. Yeah. Seems like a good idea. Like, idiot. Congratulations, Rory, wins uh, the Integra Financial Services, Florida, not on VFX. The plunger thing, though, gave me an idea for yet another challenge. I'm going to call Cruise through this one already. Let's just say it has to do with cleaning. But now I've got another one for her. Mm. 
Credit to Braden, who found an appropriate use for chainsaws. Integra Financial Services, Florida, not store number three. Dude got busted stealing chainsaws and was conveniently surrounded by chainsaws. AJ McCall at VFX. McCall and I both agreed. Not Doesn't seem like a very practical theft because it seems like something that would be obvious and stick out. Right. What are you going to do with that? I mean, I know people juggle them, but those people are insane. Yeah. Well, what? No police officers. Back. I juggle. Them. All right. We got to see a little of the act going. You got to give us right, a little bit here. Right. Brayden gets credit because he said a post that he threw up on his Facebook page once upon a time. It says, what if you kept a chainsaw in your bedroom instead of a gun? Imagine the fear that would enter the intruder's mind hearing that. <laughs> ring, ding, 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 ding. No, I gotta go. See ya. Points. That just, is just hilarious. Kidding. Just kidding. Oh. I wanted $4, <laughs> but I'm not, no thanks. I'm okay. So that was story number three. I want to focus on story number one, which was the plunger fight. And the challenge I have for McCall is there was a list that we went through, I think it was last week, of the... It was like the top 10 things that aren't clean in the house enough. And McCall like was had nine of them mm-hmm. regularly cleans, apparently. Mm-hmm. So riddle me this, Batman. Okay. Do you clean your plunger? I don't know that I have a plunger. Wait, how do you not have a plunger? I... Yeah, I don't think I have one. What is this, a trick question? Yeah, I know. I don't clean it. Oh, it's because I don't have one. How do you not have a plunger? Well, the... <laughs> Because when we bought the toilets, it was like a, like a, you don't need to, it's an anti-plunge thing. Yeah, this sounds like this dishwasher bullcrap from earlier all over again. Dishwasher commercials are lies. They say you don't have to pre-rinse the full crap. That's, this, that's exactly what that sounds like. Do I have a plunger? You better get one. Take it from someone who's been caught in the worst of situations without one. Christmas, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving at somebody else's house. Get one. Just what? Just have one in case of an emergency. This blows my mind how you are like so responsible any other time. You're like, I don't think we have a plunger in the house. How? Plus, you're set to get another roommate that's a dude. Well, I'll get one then, but. Well, I'd hope so. <laughs> yeah. You're on skyrocketing dramatically that you're going to need one. I don't have one. Yeah. Well, you, I, 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 incomplete on the challenge, I guess. I don't know what else to say. AJ's brain buffer, buffer, so buffer, irresponsible. Buffer. You gotta have one. Hey, we've been fine. It's been four years. I'm okay. I knocked on wood for you, though. Really, I hope you eat those words. <laughs> no thanks. I'm okay. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a, it's like a. The, 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 the toilets specifically say like no need for plungers because they have some kind of I don't know. Anti-plunge device. Pun intended, full of crap. <laughs> no one thinks they're the work gossip, McCall. I've discovered this in my time on this planet. Yeah. No one thinks that. They're just they're just chit-chatting and shooting the breeze. Right. All right, fine. Well, we won't accuse anybody of being the work gossip, but a statistic was found that tells us how much time we actually spread gossip. And I got to tell you, for one of us, not great. I think our percentages are a little bit low on that one. Mm. For one of us, I think we're doing all right. Time to confess if we're gossips or not. We're there. AJ and McCall on VFX. McCall, where do you think you stand in terms of normal gossip compared to the average American? Ugh, I never gossip. <laughs> okay. Just that kidding. is a lie. <laughs> Truth detectors everywhere exploding. <laughs> um, not often, but it happens. Yeah, I mean, everybody at some point, right? Everybody said, no, I'm not going to do it. But then, I'm never going to. You know, when to. you just start talking about, like, work business or start talking about people's business, sometimes you just have an interesting conversation, but I'm pretty sure it's still classified as gossip. You just got to be honest with yourself. The statistic, AJ McCall at VFX, is that one out of every seven things you say is gossip. I got to tell you, 
Sounds about right. McCall talks a lot, so I feel like it's a little high for her because I feel like by the virtue of just talking so much, yeah, it's not every seventh thing you say. No, it's probably every. It's like it would probably be like one out of thirteen ish. Yeah, so you're doing better. Yay! I was legitimately concerned because I don't say a lot, but then I thought about it. I was like, nah, one out of every seven words is curse words. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Gossip. Ugh. A lot, I have a lot of short sentences. I do a lot of yes, okay, sure's. Those are those own stanzas. That's one enough. One out of every 13 to two? I don't know. But what you don't know is those yes, k's and sure's are laced with gossip. <laughs> His you just, subconscious. You got to read between the lines. Mm, very subtle. Between the letters, excuse me. Very there's subtle. literally three. Yeah. It's very subtle. Funny thing is, I wonder, like, how do you figure this? This experiment is fascinating to me. Is it like, do they set up an experiment just like the Office TV show? And they put cameras everywhere? And they're like, all right, let's see how much gossip's talked about. Probably. Because I can tell you, there's someone in this building that I think absolutely would blow the average out of the water. Like, yeah. single-handedly drag all our averages down. <laughs> Five out of seven. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> see, there's one out of seven for us. Uh, is that gossip it's factual mm, it's still it's still gossipy <sighs> come on dang it i was hoping since it was factual i was good all right there's one i gotta say like at least six more things otherwise i'm a jerk american if i could i mean I could just say less gossip then you get away with it mm. what no i never I no idea <laughs> never you know what's not gossipy or maybe it is. It's still factual either way. There's some terrible parkers in Cache Valley. Oh, so much. And we have some great members of the AJ and McCall family that do their part to help clean up the valley by taking pictures so we can publicly shame them. I feel like it's time to do that a little bit more. Public shaming is an effective tool when used correctly. Yes. And Parknarks is using it correctly with AJ and McCall at VFX because... Uh, yeah, you know, their feelings get hurt a little bit. Well, you sh- if you wouldn't park that way, guess what? We wouldn't have made fun of you. It's true. We don't we don't make fun of people if they're not parking incorrectly. The question I have to ask myself though is for this first guy or girl, but for nominee number one, are we fueling their rage because they're parked in two parking spots? But the the big reason this one I think got a nomination or got to compete is because it has locally hated on its back windshield. So could we be perhaps fueling their douchebaggery? Mm, maybe. We may be stoking the fire a little bit. Mm. But that's okay. We'll see how this Haters going to hate. That's nominee number one. Nominee number two, lines for Lexus. They know lines mean something for parking. They got to park between them. It's just don't park on the shape ones. They have the lines striping through them. Yep. They really had to paint like all of those red, by the way. I'm not saying I'm going to find any reason or give any benefit of the doubt to this Lexus, but the lines are the same color as the parking spots. They're closed off because it's in an enclosed shape. Maybe you made them like red or painted the word stop over it. I mean, what what, what do you out spray paint wise to do that? Truth of the matter is that wouldn't stop people though. No, you're not wrong, but I mean, it would be much clearer is all I'm saying, but we'll see how you vote. Got a few more hours this morning that you can vote for which nominee is the worst parking spot in Cache Valley this week. The Narker, the one that took the picture, is going to win that Aquatrek car wash. And, of course, you can play Park Narks. You see bad parking. Safely take a picture and send it to our social media, Utah's VFX. Now, ironically enough, we we sort of play the, the game which is worse a little bit. We do it with Park Narks, obviously. We sort of do it with Would You Rather Wednesday because generally they're not fun choices. 
But what if we just go flat out, straight up, right to the core game? Two choices, which is worse? Mm, I don't like it. You shouldn't. We're not going to have fun either way. No. It's not which is best, it's which is worst. Ugh. Pain is coming. No. It's only fair because everyone complains. We can all say, no, no, I'm not a complainer. At some point, you're going to complain. So it's only fair. I think we establish a baseline for what is the levels of complaints. AJ McCall at VFX. All right. So we what's, what's, what's worse alludes to what you complain more about. So we're going to create like a sliding scale. Sort of. Yeah. Okay. Like for instance, just start easy. So what's worse? Your gas gauge on empty, your phone at 1%. Hmm. I got to go with gas gauge on empty because if my phone's at 1%, at least I can charge it. Completely agree. So and, and at this point in life, who doesn't have phone chargers kind of scattered throughout their literally life? Literally everywhere. And yeah. also, if your phone's at 1%, is it really 1%? Because sometimes it's at 1% for like 12 hours. So Or it's like your last phone where it's like it's at 75%, but really it's at 1%. Boom, dead. <laughs> Thanks, old phone. See, that one I think was very easy. Would you? Uh, which is worse, stepping on Legos or stepping your toe? Ugh. Toe. I feel like it depends on what you're stubbing your toe against. Because like I have like the old radiator heaters in my like those things are built to like withstand a bomb. Right. And I'm, I kick those occasionally because they're not hidden anywhere. No, I'm I'm going with stubbing your toe. Yeah, all right. Stepping on Legos is a pain, but yes. also ah. stepping your toe like that that stuff like radiates for the rest of the day. It's true. Okay, here you go. All right, you got the easy ones. Now, now, now it gets difficult. No. What's worse, saying something you deeply regret or not saying something you desperately wish you had said? Saying something that you regret. I feel like that's worse, but I would like to add the caveat. I feel like I don't do that very often anymore. I've matured enough where I can be like, no, don't say that. No. But now, man, I ain't never going to get over some of those things. Like, ah, I should have said that. Man, those things stick with you. Maybe that's why you don't say the things that you would regret anymore, why you get better at it, because there's things that you wish you had said, and they stick with you, and you're like, wait, how's this one going to echo? Yeah, I don't want to do that. That's bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with the regret one. Physical pain or emotional pain? Physical pain. Physical pain, I feel like, subsides so much easier. Emotional pain you have to deal with. Then again, I mean, I've never, like, well, I mean, falling off a cliff or that's something. Fair. I was so. like, I've never shattered my arm. So I guess if we're talking about that, I'm like, no, nah, nah, I don't want break my heart. I'll keep my arm in one piece. That'd be great. Break my heart and let me have my arm. That's great. <laughs> I don't want to shatter my tibias. If that's what we're talking about. <laughs> like we're stepping our toe they, and breaking I'm, my heart. Yeah. I think I'll take that back. I'll take the toe. Yeah. Yeah. But like <laughs> if we're, if we're doing like that, uh, was it? We, uh, McCall and I did a remote a few years ago and it was during the winter. It was at a, at one of the Murdoch's. The dude went snowboarding and his friend bit through his tongue. Like, nah, no thanks. Break my heart. Yeah. Leave my tongue in one piece. Yes, please. Break my heart, please. Yeah. <laughs> that is the sliding scale now of complaining. See, now we've getting somewhere. I'm so proud of us. We're just accomplishing the world's problems. Yeah, I feel like it. The world's problems was figure out what the order is of complaining so we know who can complain loudest. Well, I mean, this is the... this is the Check! This is, this is the level of... um. These are the only things we're qualified to be able to deal with. Yeah. There's a stat that always sticks with me. And forgive me if I get the statistic wrong, but basically what it is, a vast majority of people are never going to move further away than 60 miles from their hometown. Fun little social experiment. Because I hope 
hope at some point, maybe just maybe we all get away a little bit further than that for some time. One of the motivating factors in my life is a st- statistic I stumbled across that may or may not even be real. There was something along the lines, I think, that the vast majority of Americans will always live within 60 miles of their hometown. AJ and McCall on VFX, that terrifies me. Now, I went to Google to see if I could find a couple stats I have for you. 18, uh, excuse me, the typical American lives only 18 miles from their mom. And I believe 72% of Americans live in or close to the city where they grew up. Seems like a fair amount of, fair amount of people. I'm doing a Google search now. Because now I'm curious how close I live with my to my mom. You double check. Yeah, that. I'm. I'm gonna double check. But that's the thing. Like I grew up, just what twenty five minutes away, technically thirty minutes away from Logan. Right. So, oops. But I moved four hours away. Counts. But then I came back. That I got a little bit of. Also counts. You can call vernal culture. I mean, I got a little bit of different scenery. Rubbed off on me a little bit. Ah, it's great. Woo. Then I wiped it right off. (laughs) Get away from me. For me, it terrifies me because I have plenty of family members who, for them, they never moved. Mm -hmm. They live in the same spot and they regret it immensely. It's one of those things like they they take personally against themselves. And so to me, it was, and it's not even be very clear it's not that you can't like love the place you're from and you can come back mm-hmm. but to me it was always like okay i need to at least live somewhere else and i definitely need to see other places right absolutely well i mean you, you need to be able to adapt and pick up pieces of of different areas to actually create your personality i completely agree enhance your personality it's already there helps at various times to uh not be allowed back home so that <laughs> i mean yeah that's great uh so i ended up moving t- where i'm at now 27 miles away from my oh, mom yeah Woo! you're outside the 18 outside nice! the 18 miles nice i mean that's that's if she's up up north, if she's in St. George, then we're a couple more than thir- than 27 miles away. Uh, I only I only got you beat slightly. 29 miles. <laughs> I'm 1,495.8 miles away from my hometown. You just barely squeaking by on that one. That's almost 18. <laughs> so close. <laughs> just barely squeaking by you. So for the Thermo Fisher poll today, just out of curiosity, because what I found is I feel like Utah is very tight-knit community. A lot of people don't go anywhere else. Yeah. So, for the Thermo Fisher poll today, do you live within 60 miles of where you were born? Utah's VFX on our Instagram, very easy to vote. Let's find out. Yeah. And if you're a transplant like me, how's it going? High five. How's how's it going? How you doing? Traveling is, of course, one of the things that is always on my bucket list. McCall has mentioned recently a uh, dream of hers that I also hope to achieve, and I Whatever reason, it came across my brain last night, and I want to know if you're actually prepared for your bucket list item. Also, everybody, you got a chance to humble brag. Also coming up for the Automatrix Group Debate at 8, that's in like, I promise I'm not trying to crap on McCall's dream, but something scrolled across my brain last night that I feel like you should be made aware of. AJ and McCall for the Automatrix Group Debate at 8, what is one thing that you hope to do this year to cross off your bucket list? I want to pitch at a baseball game. That is correct. I also would like to do it, but it's not about me. What I thought about last night is, are you prepared to do it? Because yeah. do not forget 50 Cent. Don't worry. My pitch is way better than 50 Cent. Don't worry. I have been in my backyard only throwing balls no, for my dog. Haven't. I have. No, you have I totally 
totally no, am. You, you can ask Dustin. I'm so good. I'm so I I throw so far. <laughs> I have. I have no idea. I've totally well, been you, out there. Now you got to get some crowd noise. You got to pump it up a little bit so you can feel. You got to feel the ambiance and pressure of the moment. So I'm really excited. I already have. Um, I've been in the chats with somebody about it. I may also be singing the national anthem which has been a very long time since I've practiced that because I don't walk around my house belting it. But That's a lot of pressure. Okay, we'll sing the national anthem while you're practicing your pitching. <laughs> There's nothing more American than that. I mean... Actually, to be honest, if you could like, work in some apple pie, you'd be... That's all. That's trifecta. And a bald eagle some, flew through. Somebody's got to hand me... Some, Okay, we have a team now, so don't give me this idea because I'm about to send him a message and be like, okay, guys, this is happening. And then just have a freeze frame and then all of a sudden superimpose a waving flag in the background and then it says America right America. on top. I had no idea she was practicing. I'm proud of you. I had Thanks. no idea she was practicing though because look, this is, it's, you, everyone thinks the same thing, right? Baseball is like the size of, I don't know, a child's fist. They're not very big. So, I often hold kids' hands. I don't know. What, I, what do you want me to say? I, I hold a baseball more often than I hold a child's hand. It's unfortunate for you. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> they're easy to grab. And so I think everybody thinks the same thing, right? This is a piece of cake. Yeah. But you know what's embarrassing? 50 cents spiking to the ground, not even coming close, making the catcher have to dive for it. You want to get it somewhere there. And the, the other, I think the issue is people are like, I got to throw it super fast. I don't think people Just, care about fast as long as you get it there. Right. I can't believe you've been practicing. I would have never guessed that. I'm shocked that you're shocked that I've been practicing. I just wouldn't think you would be practicing. Everything that I do, I always like to go above and beyond Until at you it. get a new hobby. Until I get a new hobby, <laughs> and then I just kind of like invest all of my time, and then I fizzle out. Okay, so good news. It's great news. I, I feel confident McCall's been practicing. Hopefully it doesn't end up being a YouTube viral sensation because she biffs up whenever she gets to throw. No, it will be a YouTube. Pitch. It will be a YouTube viral sensation for, for the best reasons. Nobody. No, there's, there's no, mm-hmm. the only reason first pitches are on YouTube is because someone either one did something crazy or two. They were terrible. Yeah. The crazy thing is what, what's going to happen. What are you going to do? I can't tell you. Whatever she says. So 2020 was kind of a lost year, I think, for a lot of people in terms of I, I would, goals, accomplishments, general getting things done. And so with this uh, baseball thing in mind, throwing out the first pitch, I feel like it's time for a humble brag, maybe to jumpstart everybody's creative juices, because I think we got to make up for lost time. And I think no matter what, everybody's done something that everybody else wishes, hey, I really want to do that. So prepare to humble brag about yourselves as we try to make up for lost time and finish all of our bucket lists. What have you done that is super interesting? Because I guarantee somebody else out there is going to be like, oh, man, that's cool. I want to do that. Yeah. AJ McCall for the Automations Group Debated 8 on VFX. McCall, it's best to lead by example. What is something you would say you've checked off your bucket list? Um, I auditioned for a TV show. So cool. that on was that was something that's on it's on my bucket list because if I look back at my life and I think, oh man, I wish I had done this. That's that's one of the things. So anytime, totally. anytime anything comes up, I like to use a Transformers reference from like way back in the day with Shia LaBeouf and okay, Megan on. Fox. I'm gonna judge this harshly. If this is bad. Well, the the, the reference is basically like you're gonna. Are you going to look back at your life and think, did I 
should I have gotten in the car? Whatever the case is. Yeah, and right. so that's kind of my that's fine. thought process on that's it. Close. Will I look back and be like, oh man, what would have happened if I had tried out for a TV show? <laughs> 68255, the number to text, start your text with VFX. I got to tell you, as someone who grew up with a family that loved history and now that I love travel, I loved being inside the Roman Coliseum. Dude, I bet. It's insane to me being next to, into, around, part of, with pictures of something that old. Yeah. Because it's just like, it's crazy to me to think, like, my family loves history, so we took an East Coast trip when I was, like, in middle school, and mm-hmm. we saw, like, all the Civil War sites, you get to see all the colonial stuff, and, like, that's, like, 1776 is kind of the birth of the country, and you're like, oh, it's, like, 200 some years old, and there's history before that, obviously. But then you go see the Coliseum, and you're like... That's like two to three thousand years old. That's it's insane. Just, that is nuts. That's that's super cool. You know, I think that a lot of things. I haven't really made a bucket list, like a full blown bucket list. Don't contain yourself, McCall. Check off as many things as you want. Oh, sis, I'm not going to contain myself. <laughs> okay, what's something that's on your bucket list to do? I really want to um, hike up to like a peak. Somewhere, not necessarily like Mount Everest or anything. I just want to hike up to like a peak. The second tallest mountain's fine. No, not even. <laughs> I don't even want to go that high. Like Mount Logan's great. I mean, I'm I made good. it to the top of Old Main Hill. Done. Proud. Oh my gosh, <laughs> look at that. There's a there's a there's a spire. That's that's great. Now something something along those lines. Um, I don't really like the normal things. I feel like people put on their bucket list like. I want to run a 5K. I don't want to do that. Like, I want to be on a TV show. I want to be on a TV show. I want to have some kind of a feature that way. I want to, I don't know, try caviar. That's on my list. Yeah. I've never tried I've it. it. I think. I don't know. I want to skydive and bungee jump. Been on my really? list forever. Still haven't gotten around to doing it. See, when I was younger, I thought, yeah, but all of my friends wanted to do it. And so looking back now, I'm like, I (laughs) didn't want to do that. No, I never wanted to actually do that. Like that scares my soul. I went cliff jumping with Dustin once up at Porcupine. Please don't do this. This is not condoned. You're not supposed to cliff jump. Okay. But I did it. I went once. I climbed back up to the top of the hill and I looked at it and I sat up there and Dustin went off. I don't know, maybe like two more times. And he's like, are you going to jump back down? And I said, no, and he's like, it'll be the quickest way down. You know what I did? I turned my happy little butt down, and I walked down the the thing that I had just climbed up to jump, and then I got in the water, and I swam across. Well, to quote a wise man who once proposed to strangers up on Utah State's campus, I feel like we're really alive when we take risk. Yeah. I want to bungee jump. Humble brag, what's something you've done off your bucket list or something you've done that you think is just really cool because I think – it's we're making up for lost time. 2021, 2022 is making up for lost time that 2020 was. Well, since we're humble bragging, McCall, I think it's only fair after we talked about teeth last yesterday to maybe humble brag a little bit more like greatest features or maybe even better. What was it that really drew you in to your significant other? I have a feeling there's a really good story there. Mm. I mean, while we're humble bragging, I mean... Yesterday was teeth. McCall and I got in a whole disagreement about that. The poll today was on McCall's side, though. AJ McCall at VFX said that uh, def- it was like 86, 85. It was high percentage. Definitely noticed teeth. Mm-hmm. So if teeth, which have replaced teeth work, has replaced in uh, implants. <laughs> implants. That's what he was going for. It's close to what you wanted. Yeah. Not quite. That. 
is uh, the most important thing for improving your dating stock. Sure. But is that what you would consider your teeth? Would you consider those your best feature? You got a great no. elbow. Maybe you got an awesome shin or something. <laughs> yeah, my elbow is like the thing that draws people in. See, look at that. Don't look too close. <laughs> I don't want you to. I, got, I don't want you to fall for no, me, AJ. Sure. Got, this is my elbow. Okay. I got great hinge joints. <laughs> wow! Look at this robot. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can't do no, that. No, no. I think for me, my <laughs> best feature is my eyeballs. They're very pretty. Whoever who just fell in love with me because of hinge joints. I'm sorry. I'm t- I'm happily taken. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. Great. Great hinge joints. It's perfect. See, look. I just did the whole robot flippy arm thing. Oh. I'm impressed with myself. No, <laughs> eyes eyes are um, my best feature. And then I got legs for days, but whatever. I initially thought, or for a long time, thought mine were eyes, but now they've seen how the world really works. Mm. So that's instead of bright and joyful, I feel like they're hardened and cold now. Oh. Eh, maybe I'm wrong. Initially, they were they were that way. They were cheerful. They were naive. They didn't know any better. You know, you can change that. That's hard. Oh, man, I hate looking at magic every day. It's the worst. Can't get, I can't get Ugh, the sky is blue again. That's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I'm angry at okay, it. Okay, look, I appreciate where you're taking me with this, but it's very hard for me to walk out and go, wow, blue again, great. Oh, magic. I appreciate it. Wow, the sky is blue. Wow, the sun <laughs> came out. That's cool. Those small things. Just look at it and just think magic. Wow. You know, you know what I feel Ugh, like your impression is. Sky. You know what I feel like your impression is of me. <laughs> Since and then, that's fun. I've been. I'm on a cartoon kick. Do you ever watch Fairly Odd Parents? Uh huh. Of course I did. There's an episode where I can't remember what the, the the story is, but long story short, Timmy Turner wishes that he doesn't have emotions. Right. So my favorite joke, my friends and I actually do say this to each other every once in a while, is he goes through the whole episode and he'll get asked questions, and Timmy goes, "I do not." Yeah. <laughs> so he says everything. <laughs> Timmy, man, you gotta be like really freaking out right now. I do not. That's how. I, that's what I feel like your impression is of me. No. Oh, sky great. Oof. Well, you just said you just you thought that you could see things really magically, and then it changed. And I said you could change that, and you were like, "Oh yeah, what am I gonna do?" And so then I just leaned into it. Check yourself. Look, I'm over thirty. I stopped having control over individual parts of my body. I stood up off the couch this morning. Mm-hmm. My knee, hip, and shoulder all cracked in secession. Hmm. Fancy. It's done. It's over. They kind of run their own departments now. I'm just Man. kind of along for the ride. The next seventy years of your life is going to be rough. I know. Wow. I feel like popcorn getting off the couch. I'm doomed. I just can't appreciate it for the day that it is. <laughs> One day when you're 70, you're going to look back and be like, wow, I wish I appreciated that day that I got up off of the couch and all three of my joints popped in succession. And then I was like, wow, that was kind of sore. Ah, no big deal. I still went to work. 70-year-old yeah. me would be like, oh, call me an ambulance. I got to go to the hospital. That's just me showing off my hinge joints. Pew! <laughs> okay, so let's get into this then. We've obviously humble bragged to nauseam now because, Correct. you know, I mean, just... You got to be jealous of my hinge joint movement over here. Yeah, my elbows. The question really is, what did you first notice about your significant other? Me, Ashley, you, Dustin. Because I'm very confident that actually both of those answers are hilarious. Oh, yeah. AJ McCall on VFX. So we already bragged about our hinge joints and what we think is our best features. McCall's got her great elbows, which she said. Sorry. Question is, what did you notice first about Dustin? First of all, when I was living at home when Dustin and I met. So he came and picked me up at my house. My stepdad opened the door, answered the door. He walked in. And I was like, 
<laughs> smoke show. Wow. <laughs> and then we went out to his truck, and my friend Lauren was out there, uh, her and her husband, John. And <laughs> we like Lauren, by the we way. We love Lauren. Just, I love Lauren. Just so we're I hope clear. she's listening right now. She, because she's I, on, I she love gets her to be on so an occasional story. So oh. just for clarification, we love Lauren. She cracks me up. John is Dustin's cousin. So that's kind of how we're we got set to up. John. We haven't met him. We love John. How dare you? I haven't met him. Oh, we love Look, John. I'm filling anyway. in the background okay. for everybody else. Thank you. Thank you for that. We love John. But <laughs> I went out to his truck and I was like, wow, his truck is clean. That's cool. And I totally noticed it, which is weird because I never thought that I would notice like, wow, someone's truck is clean. That's the teeth of the vehicle world. Apparently so. (laughs) And then we went to Texas Roadhouse and me and Lauren just talked like the entire time. And I was like, I'm sure Dustin is just like bored with me. He's like, can she stop talking? (laughs) The answer is eight years later. No. So then he ordered a baked potato and they asked if he wanted it loaded. And he said yes. And I was like, oh, you can do that. What? And that was, I was really surprised by that. And then we went bowling and it was great. And he was a great bowler, except I beat him. I in one like game. In one game. The rest of the games that we played, I lost. Yeah. Forever and ever, For- amen. <laughs> For me I'm and so Ashley. Bad at bowling. Ashley and I actually met at uh, Weenie Wednesday. So we met at Willow Park. And if you haven't been to Willow uh, Weenie Wednesday, and I'm sorry, COVID has ruined it the last couple of years. But I go through and give tickets. Everybody's part of our text club, right, to speed up the process. Right. Ashley was in line. So she's got a tattoo on her left, whatever this area is, under like arm. forearm. Yeah, whatever that is. And it's a cool tattoo. It has to do with her job and, and, and something she really believes in. It, and it's cool. I don't see a ton of tattoos. At that point, I had none. And I have some. So I said, hey, that's a really cool tattoo. And this is an important detail in the story because I legitimately thought it was a cool tattoo, I told McCall I thought it was a cool yeah. tattoo. He said, there's there's somebody who has a tattoo coming through. you got to see it. It's really neat. And I was like, okay. And that's an important detail because there's contention about who actually flirted with who first. I was just legitimately complimenting the tattoo because I thought it was cool. And Ashley has a very pretty smile that lights up a room. And I did notice that, but I wasn't flirting first because, you know, I was being professional on the job. Mm-hmm. Then she DM'd me and she flirted first. Uh-huh. But the first thing I noticed, I guess, technically was her tattoo. Romantic. Sorry, it couldn't have been a potato. I mean, I don't know if it's true I, love. If mine it's a potato. wasn't a potato. Dustin's whole. I was like, ooh. <laughs> he he like hot hot. Oh okay. <laughs> wow, wreck my soul. Also, my new favorite game is is filling in the background for everybody who doesn't know what we think about the people that are in McCall's life. So I'm gonna do that from now on. <laughs> That's my new favorite thing. Okay, great. Uh, one of I my, can't wait. <laughs> one of my not favorite things is stupid dishwasher commercials because they are the biggest liars and scams true. in the history of advertising. It's true. <sighs> Ten minutes on VFX. Make sure you find us all social media, Utah's VFX, and then, of course, AJ and McCall. Dishwasher liars, 10 minutes on VFX. Another week comes to an end, and it's time to find out who was picked as the worst parking spot in Cache Valley. Of course, you've got nominee number one, locally hated. Well, if you guess you're going to wear it like a badge, wear it like a badge. But the caption is, what you doing, bud? Because nobody has n- any idea 
why they're parking like that. And I can only say that it must be because of the sticker in the back window. It has to be. Gotta be. Because they they look like they're pretty straight. They look like they're pretty lined up with the lines normally, but they're clearly in two spots. Not like an inch over. It's not nope. like they got the tire on the line and we're like uh, busting oh, the shops. No. Sorry. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. The nominee number two, lines for Lexus, who understands lines have something to do with parking, but forgets the fact that if they're closed in, that means no go here. Right. You got to have an open spot to th- through. Now, I got to be honest. I thought for sure this was going to be close, and I definitely picked the one that didn't win. Oh. But in a huge victory, I think it was like a two-to-one difference in votes, it's lines for the Lexus. Oh. You know, I'm kind of surprised by it, but at the same time, it's also like, was anybody surprised that number one was kind of parking like that? Because it's kind of like when I announce, hey. I'm walking in now, and then I walk in. Like it's just to be expected. I I suppose. I mean, I suppose maybe that's what it is. Maybe maybe uh, the Park Darks voters very much subscribed. The haters gonna hate. Mm-hmm. Congratulations to Narker number two, the person who took the picture. They're gonna get a Aquatech car wash. Yep. And if you want to get entered in and help clean up parking in Cache Valley, it's really easy. All you got to do is take a picture safely. Of any bad parking and submit it to our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Utah's VFX. AJR on VFX, uh, stream it online anytime at utahsvfx.com. And make sure you get our mobile app totally free, Utah's VFX, in the App Store. Our little social experiment was, do you live within 60 miles of where you were born? AJ McCall at VFX, because it's a very motivating statistic I heard that most people end up settling uh, within 60 miles of their hometown and lived there pretty much their entire lives and found a couple other statistics like uh, um, the typical American only lives 18 miles from their mom. Uh, 72% of Americans live close to or in the city they grew up. Luckily, McCall beat that because it was what, 25, 30 miles 27. from 27. 27 miles from mm-hmm. She's not the typical American. No. Well, Never. The poll of the days, how we figured it out, and 69% of people said yes. They live mm-hmm. within 60 miles of their hometown. That actually doesn't surprise me. I don't think very many people, mm, I think majority of people stay in the state of Utah. That's if you the were gist born I get as a transplant. Yes. Because people give me weird looks when I'm like, I'm going to go travel somewhere. And it's a like road trip. And like, are you, you got family? No. no you know I'm somebody? Just, no. Why are you going? I just want to go. For fun? I want to see it. Because I want to see the world. Absorb it into my eyes. Yep. But that's about... Probably where I'd go. I might I might have gone seventy five to eighty, but sixty nine probably about probably about where it is. Sixty nine percent of people say that they live within sixty miles of their hometown right now. I do. And just for clarity's sake, I'm not saying if you live within sixty miles of your hometown that's bad. No, because that's me saying you've decided that you like it, and I'm like <laughs> idiot. Not that at all. Just doesn't work for him. It doesn't. I would also. I would very much though strongly suggest that people do go see other places outside of the sixty miles. Hell, outside of your own state. That's right. Be my advice. You learn stuff. Yeah. I'm gonna win. Sure you are. AJ and I, McCall, Taylor, we're playing Facebook Roulette on VFX. Find us on Facebook, buy those names, and we could be liking, commenting, and sharing your post. McCall, what do you got? Well, I landed on the Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon. Facebook Roulette-ish, wow, relationship status, single. Hmm. Says... Hashtag why I'm single. The last time I had a guy over, I showed him my sculptures I made with the uh, red mini baby bell cheese wax. He didn't come over again. Hashtag why I'm single. 
I mean, art is art, I guess, but like, I'd just rather eat the cheese. I'm going to be oh, honest. Oh, there's like six of them. My date pronounced the L in salmon, and I said out loud, well, you're not the one. <laughs> okay, okay. I got you, Pete. Mine is a picture of a bumblebee. No. Which is adorable because no. the way they fly is they go, and they just excuse me, bump into sorry, everything. Pardon me. And it says, has a bee ever landed on you? And instead of getting scared, you appreciate the possibility that you got confused for a flower. Yes. I love that. Okay. How dare you? You can win. Excuse me. Just coming through. <laughs> the AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor. Find us across all social media. Find AJ and McCall. AJ Shift 7 McCall for the ampersand because we will be on Twitch in like 40 minutes because we're doing the after show. Yep. Mondays and Fridays at 1030. So if you haven't found us on Twitch, please do. It's going to be fun. Uh, find AJ McCall on Instagram as well. Again, as McCall said earlier, you know, educated guess maybe. Hypothetically speaking, maybe. Could be some stuff coming on there soon. Just say it. I'm just going to just going to lean really hard into it. Do it. And that's A J A N D McCall. Yep. M C C A L L. Yeah, that. So if you want to spell it M U C K A L L, I'll punch you directly in the face and oh, it's only God. happened one other time. So. Ah, <laughs> uh, thank goodness it is finally the weekend. Enjoy the weekend and until Monday for the AJ McCall show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.